0: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. bucks. i am Luke Stuckmeyer. Ryan Herrera is here. Corey Friedman and Cody Delmendo. We are closing in on opening day, fellas. The last week, last full week without baseball. Yeah. And we got crazy. bad news to start it, right? Uh, Woo, wouldn't it we would it be a cup
1: season if it didn't start? Our one, month, end- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our one month anniversary, our one month
0: anniversary, and we got a little negativity to start it. A four, so four week anniversary. Who wants, who wants to put the news out there?
2: Wade I feel like Miley Ryan I should have to do it. Mm-hmm. You're the reporter. You, wonder, Ryan. you should have fine, to report it. I'm fine. fine. Uh, so, Wade Miley, what was it? Uh, he had elbow soreness, um, and they did MRI, and he got some inflammation in his elbow. So David Ross says they're going to shut him down for at least 10 days. And, you know, that six days from now is opening day, which means he will likely start uh, the season on the IL if he's not, you know. Right.
0: I mean. I, That's I, code for at least a month.
2: Yeah. So he'll probably start the season on the IL. Um, you know, a guy that was penciled in as the number three starter for the Chicago Cubs starting rotation. And now uh, they kind of have to fill that spot. And, who, again, they said – they, he's not on the IL yet. He very well could be like you know, ten days from him. He, he could be fine to go in like fifteen days. So like we're not gonna we're just gonna let him miss one turn through the rotation. Whatever. I Didn't don't know. He show for sure. up with
0: soreness though.
2: Uh, he not, hasn't
0: really has he pitched at all. No, at Cactus League action.
2: He threw a live bullpen on Sunday. They said it wasn't pitching itself. Right. That was the like where the soreness was like during his windup. So like like I don't know where in the windup that was coming, but that's where he felt the soreness.
0: Um, he didn't come in with, with it, I do not Not that I But But, I mean, of. if he hasn't pitched in Cactus League, clearly something's been bothering him since I mean, he got there. Like, they're saying now it just bothered him, but obviously something else was going on. I
2: think on. they said that it's not, like, since that live bullpen right. that it happened. Like, it was a little before, but, I. I mean, I guess from the beginning, you know, what they were saying was that he was just slow ramping up, slow ramping up. Maybe they were not saying that he was sore. Maybe he was sore at the time, but from what we know at the beginning of camp, that he was just you know, on a slower schedule of ramping up for the season and then he had that live bullpen and he looked good. Um, but around like I think maybe around that time, a little before, is when they he kind of had started having that soreness in the elbow. Again, not from like they said not but Ross said it wasn't like while he was pitching. It was like just some some somewhere in his wind up in his motion that he could feel it. I don't know, know if that's good him. or bad. I don't I, know.
0: I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. We might have to get Ryan in the alley you know, start working on the cutter. Mm, <laughs> I threw one I,
2: I threw one curveball in my baseball career, and I struck somebody out with it, so I'm done
0: pitching for the rest of my life. It's like when I beat you at ping-pong the other that day. I retired. You'd be the shortest guy on the roster. That would be. Oh, wow, ba- 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 hold on. wow. Hold A dagger
1: that to start. Was a I was going to say, too, isn't I he? think he's a little bit taller. Okay. But, yeah, no, what you really love, uh, what, six days before opening day is your 35-year-old third starter in an already, uh, you know, kind of depthless rotation, having some soreness and inflammation. That's really great. Really (laughs) awesome stuff
0: to kick off this season. He was like the one depth piece that you were excited about going into this season where you were like, okay, we've got, we've, we have a, the Cubs have a third starter. That's that can hang with a lot of the third starters in major league baseball. You have a legitimate number three on this roster and, and then, The concern was four or five who fills in. Now you're trying to fill in three, four, five, and hope that Hendricks rebounds to what he was prior to last year. So who does this open it up for? That's the question. Yeah, Obviously, Alec Mills, Smiley, and Justin Steele. Justin Steele. Right, I think but we weren't sure if
1: Steele was going to get. That he has mug. to. He I, has I know to we now. We heard yeah, about Mills. We heard right, about yeah. Smiley,
2: but you assumed that Steele was going to be in there. wow uh, uh, on Tuesday, Ross said he's like that. I think the expectation is for him to be in. The, I'm going to see if I could find the quote real. So quick. now you have to add another but one. Now
1: he's it, definitely. He's definitely in the mix. So stuff. now there's yeah.
0: another guy that has to be added if you're going to go six. Was,
2: I think the words. The specific words where there's a strong chance Justin Steele being in the rotation, obviously with Miley strong out, year. he has to be. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know if they go with the six man. I think maybe they go with the five. Again, they haven't put Miley on the aisle yet, but they were gonna have that. They were gonna have that because they had the four games and then a day off, so they were gonna have that him miss the turn through the rotation anyway. And so maybe they keep the Ke- Keegan Thompson as that multi inning guy, the piggyback guy. Maybe, they, you know, Daniel Norris, who knows, if how? maybe he could go three innings and he could be a piggyback guy. Like, there's – I don't – I think they were going with six. I think they were going to have Miley in there. Steele was going to be that fifth starter, and then Miley was obviously going to pick up his turn back. I think six was kind of, like, what the feeling was going into it. Now, with Miley out, I don't think they – I don't think Thompson gets, like, just on opening day, he's not going to be listed as a starting pitcher. He might get a spot start at some point in this next couple weeks, first couple of weeks of the season, but I don't – I don't. Ha- I feel like they might, like Ross, might stick to the five starters, and then, you know, see where things are at after like a week. It kind of felt like six was at least to start, maybe
1: because Miley was a little behind, so that's why they were yeah. looking at six. It, you know, I think it. Uh, you've talked about this a lot. It might depend uh, pretty heavily on whether guys are ready to go and unleash ninety, a hundred pitches, throw six, seven innings. If some of these guys are still a little behind then maybe you see an extra start or two from some of these guys. But yeah, this, this is a, this is a blow at least to start. Cause now you also have to worry about like, even let's say it's a month, right. And Miley comes back, you know, again, older pitcher, like now it's going to be in the back of your head. Like, is he going to get to a hundred percent at some point in this right. season? And I don't mean to be pessimistic, but you know, again, like pitcher injuries are, you know, you see it with Jacob deGrom, right. This happens all the time. It just happened again. It's, it's, it's sometimes these things linger and it's not good.
0: I felt uh, really disappointed for the Cubs when I heard about it. I still do, Um, but you have to look at it as an opportunity. And then uh, Corey and Lawrence brought in do right donuts today. So that kind of turned my spirits around a little bit was a bit, a little bit of a lift for me, you know, Uh, I got great energy going for me now, but one guy that was not doing well today was Cody. I saw it on, on social media. You were very upset by this. (laughs) Have you calmed down at all? Uh, no, <laughs>
3: uh, I'm not great. Uh, just sucks. I'm someone who's trying to find a reason to believe in this team going into the, into the opening day. You can call me a moron if you want, but that's just how I'm built. Uh, it's it's a special type of formula to be at, to be like me, I guess, in a way. Uh, so this doesn't help, but. Now it gives it definitely gives Steele a chance to you know work work in and out of you know the the bumps of being a young a young starter in in baseball. And you know, whether Miley was in there or not, I was you know after last year, I was like, Steele deserves a, a shot in the rotation because I thought that he pitched well towards the end of 2021. and I think this solidifies it now unfortunately because of an injury. Um. So if you want my optimistic outlook on it, it's like, okay, Steele's going to get some starts. If he pitches well, when Miley comes back, you add him into the mix and you have Steele who throws harder than him, Hendricks, and probably even Strowman. So you get a little bit of a, a difference maker in there compared to the rest. And then, you know, that last spot between Smiley and Mills will be decided. I, I don't know. I, Cause I don't think they're gonna do six man all season. It's, I think it's just the start of the year because of, you know, the fast spring training and all that. So that's my optimistic outlook on it is that Steele comes in and he takes advantage of the opportunity. I think he has – I mean, we've – Ryan, you did the the on-field interview with him uh, when you were in Arizona. just here to get people out. Yeah, he just seems like a, a guy who, you know, can take advantage of the opportunity. He did that last year when they called him up and he was in the bullpen. He was honestly one of the best arms in the bullpen last year. Whenever the team still had the core and then when they traded them all and he got the chance to be a starter. Yeah, it was, it was a bumpy start, but towards the end, he, in my opinion, he got better. He had that um, really good last, he had a really good start, start against, in September. Yeah. Yeah. He had a really good start against Pittsburgh. Seven innings, I don't seven care if K's. it is Pittsburgh. You still, <laughs> you, you have a good start and it builds confidence. I'm sure he has thought about that start all winter. um, And I feel like he's had some good outings here in the spring. So yeah, you want me there. There's my spin zone. It's like this is a good great opportunity for Justin Steele to really earn a like earn a spot in that rotation. If you want my pessimistic outlook on it, it's like this this rotation and pit, and, and just pitching uh, depth in, in general for the Cubs isn't good. So it like so any injuries like this it, it only hurts not only the the staff but like the mm-hmm. team in general. And that means that the Cubs are going to have to go to other guys who are already unproven. And, you know, there's probably isn't going to lead to many wins. So, yeah, I mean, all in all, it's not great. But again, you to me, it's like giving another guy a chance. How many times have we seen guys who you never know what they're going to do because you don't know if they're going to get the opportunity? Well, Steele has a chance now. And. We'll see what happens, man. It's just, uh, it just really sucks because I really thought Miley would just be a solid like innings eater to start the year for the Cubs, and he brings a veteran presence and all that stuff. So. Now you hope
0: he does starting in May sometime. Yeah, I mean, Probably. As, as soon as I saw, like,
2: we were down there, and he was still, like, trying to throw, like, 15-pitch bullpens, 20-pitch bullpens. It was just kind of like he's certainly not going to be ready to start the season. I think we all kind of – it wasn't said out loud, but I think everyone kind of figured that was the case, um, and then – now this happens. It's, it's a tough blow for the rotation. I think he was again. He was penciled in as your number three, a guy that's going to eat up some inning, get some outs, and right. you know not, you know it's not going to be Zach Davies.
3: But now, I mean, we just got the news about Degrom earlier, man. Like, there's a lot of pitchers' injuries to start the to start. Yeah, Garrett Crochet for the White Sox last night. Like, I, it's it's weird, and uh, you know it's kind of similar to last year after the innings. Uh, ramp up after 2020 I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal before spring training started but I mean clearly it's showing all across baseball so again hopefully it's you know we see we see him early mid-May and you know he can you know give us 20 starts or I guess it'd be more like 25 starts
0: what'd you guys think of uh oh we got
3: news was that all our- right we have news. Good news or bad news? Is this bad? Is this oh uh, fuck me? No. What is happening? No.
0: Is this Madrigal? I can't see it. No, that is Contreras.
3: Whoa. I, Yankees I acquire all-star it. catcher Wilson Contreras from the Cubs the for nice. prospects. Yo yo yo. So Friday Whoa. just got worse.
0: Friday just got worse.
3: Hold on. How? How long? Ago Unbelievable. Was Yankees have acquired all-star center or catcher. catcher Elijah Dunham. The who
0: the hell is that? Wow. Yankees Contreras expected to talk multi-year extension. All right, so Hold on. so this is a, a Friday to forget. Are we just going to let this take over the rest of the – It doesn't seem like a huge haul that you
2: would expect.
3: It's terrible. Yo, I don't know any what? of these players, so it's hard for me to even react. That is
0: unbelievable. Dude, is, Wait, Nick Ma- is, this, is Nick Madrigal we're, we're, in there too? Is that – where is what, this? I Jeff
2: Passan tweeted apparently. I'm not. I'm not. Am I? Are you sure that's the real Jeff
0: Passon? Yeah, I, <laughs> I I see it. <laughs> are, are you
3: sure, sure this isn't April Fool's? I, J- Jeff Joey Passan, might be April like, Fool'sing us.
0: Wait, when did he? Oh, I've got it here. It is on my April Fools feed, oh, you, you suckers. Are, you are, Woo! Uh, Grandpa uh, Stucky with the zing zing zinger. Oh my god, that was nuts!
3: Wait, wait, what well was done, that?
0: Well done, Joey. We got him. Look at look at Cody, he, he almost I, left.
3: I, I literally hate all of you. <laughs> I,
0: Cody almost left the show. I almost Corey's just over walked here off the set. Corey's I over here. Got Wait a, a minute. Well, I, don't okay. I was going to say, so like, what the
3: Because
1: hell? because I'm trained in this, right? I went straight to Twitter uh, to try to verify this, yeah. and I couldn't see it. So I was at least a little skeptical. What? I, mean, I know. I know to look well, for those I, fake drivers. Well, looks at the street.
0: Jeff Passan saying it. I, That's <laughs> what I
2: said. Is that, is that the real? Is that the real I, Jeff Passan? And I'm literally on yo, Jeff Passan's.
3: I am 0 8. I didn't I am think they to 8 it. gambling the last two days. Oh. And then you do this to me. I never like, thought this, <laughs> this. is not. <laughs> I unfair. was skeptical that. I about was skeptical
2: as Evan Littleman just passes looking up his tweets to see if <laughs> he actually did it. I will not forget that. this. I was yeah.
0: very skeptical. My time will Yo, come. You know what the God. best part right, is? Right. That oh Joey, my God. Joey thought it was going to work. And I'm like, I don't know. Cody oh. was just on the All CHGO podcast yesterday. And I. I was so angry because Kevin Cato is like doing April Fools jokes and Cody's like I never fall I never fall for the fake trades that happen on April Fools. <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow. I will say this Luke, that was very yeah. good. You got uh, Mike Dubs wow. all worked This might too. be your legendary Mike moment. Mike Dubs? Mike Dubs got it? pissed at you. Good
0: Damn, man, you can the old just man. threw my me hat and dropped oh, it me, me, r-
2: me and Corey were doing <laughs> the right thing. We were going to verify the source. <laughs> oh. so in, and so,
1: like, I'm in enough, like, Cubs Twitter DM groups that nobody was saying anything. Literally. So I was like, wait a minute. Like, this either just happened oh, and nobody's yeah. tweeted it. Or something's. Uh, <laughs> I forgot it was April Fool's Day, but if I can't if I can't see it on Passen's feed right away, I was yeah. like, wait a minute, like what is Joey <laughs> yeah, looking Tony. at that I don't? Well, see? Well, I read it, and I'm not
2: gonna it lie. So like, good. When, I, when he when 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 we read that, I'm like, no fucking way. And then I went to my Cubs news, I'm my little tweet deck thing, I'm looking, no one's tweeted it. I'm like, then I look and said Jeff Pass, and I'm like, okay, Jeff Passon had to have tweeted it. <laughs> <laughs> <I> went, <laughs> Those were good. Did you graphic. make that? Yeah, he's been making good. them for like what yeah. three
0: or four days. I came up with it earlier in the week. <laughs> are you gonna? Are we gonna? No, uh... I was like, we've got to make it a reporter that they can't look up right away. It's got to be like a New York ah, reporter uh-huh. and find some actual prospects that we had never heard of. Who these Luke,
1: Luke was uh, yeah. ready with the sales mm. job too, of like that hall sucks. Like, this is Elijah Dunlap. I
0: also knew we couldn't let it go much longer because I could just see Corey scrolling through his Twitter feed. That's what I was
2: doing, too. All Cody, right. Cody wasn't all, looking.
0: He was just... He uh, really, really was... Cody's... If, if,
2: if
1: we could... Joey, can you animate steam coming out of Cody's ears like live <laughs> on the street? I was...
3: I definitely... I definitely right. fell for the trap. I'll give it, it to you. Stucky, you won I'm just, this I'm battle. I'm always
2: built ready to <laughs> you be You won this again. battle, but one of us will win the next battle. Yeah. I brought
0: I I, I my you my a time donut, donut come. I, my, my time will come. If you... Listen, Corey, I let you in on it. If you will check your Slack direct messages, I said... Just go with it when it happens because I was like, he's going to be the one. I could see you on Twitter. I'm like, he's going to be the one that finds it right away. And so I'm going to have to set up the other two. <laughs> Somebody's going to gonna have to take the fall. It's going to have to be Cody. Sorry,
3: not sorry, Cody. What, what were Damn, we talking man. about before this? Oh, is
0: that Lawrence? Okay. <laughs> what were we Damn, talking Lawrence. about before this? Cody, good, is gotta, it because it, I didn't like your we've tweets? Got, we've got to find him on the All CHGO <laughs> <laughs> podcast yesterday. Wait, the Dash law, I Lawrence? couldn't believe you said it yesterday. I never fall for the fake I am trades pretty on good. April pools. You <laughs> I showed look like, le- like, all like, all like right, an no ESPN shot. article, bro. <laughs> it
3: wasn't a tweet. <laughs> was, okay, okay really you did good. show a tweet, well, but I, like, yeah,
2: I saw Joey pulling it up too. I'm like, what is he grabbing off? One, ESPN? Of, one of
1: my my only objections here. Uh, that was a very well executed oh, play, but for for that kind of trade, that horn was <gasps> way too upbeat. Uh, yeah, that was, that they, was a, for Wilson getting traded. We need a more news. like
0: bum bum bum. KC sat down with the camera and was filming. I'm like, I wonder yeah. if they're gonna be like, why is she taking a lot risk? I thought did. it was yeah. just a
1: Friday, like <laughs> uh, well <picture laughs> honestly,
0: I yeah. thought it was real because she was sitting
3: there recording this because uh, like obviously they want our reaction. Like, yeah. we, we we are oh, content,
0: we, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like Paris <laughs> says they will not like, show April Fool's jokes at Bushwood, sir. shirt. And I never slice.
2: Unbelievable. That's right. gonna be good social content, Casey. Yeah. Don't worry. You're all it's welcome. Well, I didn't yeah. have that in the
0: rundown for the show, so we're gonna figure out what we what. Okay. Well, you know, well, what we, we were talking know, about we, Wade Miley. If it, if it, it femoral, happens now, if it actually oh, does happen, it's a good it might. trial run. That's usually yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> happens. Is you do something like that, um, and then it sparks yeah. real okay, life.
2: Other updates: Angelton Simmons, uh, light throwing again today. I don't think he'll is be ready for opening day. No, that was very exciting. Just making sure that was Maddie Lee. Tweeted it out earlier. I'm, I'm, sure all the, I'm sure all the Cubs beat writers tweeted it earlier, but I did see Maddie, Jordan, and Megan, all my friends. I, w- I was joking with you guys before we got
1: on the air that you know we all spent months or at least weeks talking about Carlos Correa maybe playing at Wrigley yeah. Field, but can I interest all of you in updates on Andrelton Simmons throwing? Is that a good substitute <laughs> for all the Cubs fans out there? No Correa, but... but. Andrelton Simmons' shoulder he inflammation, is, stuff throwing. like that. He's How light about light that throwing. for an <laughs> exciting way to start Third your time this week? Third Got time this week. Got that
0: going for us, <laughs> which is
3: nice. I'm Great. so excited to hear no, about Andrelton Simmons' well, <laughs> injuries. Like, and we what? have Nick Madrigal,
1: who was scratched today, right? Just leg fatigue, but coming off. Of, I don't know what that is. I guess just mm-hmm. tired I, legs, I, they're going to say? I've never no, heard that before, but coming off a year where he missed the year with leg injuries, again, another in the line. Maybe he just
0: did legs too hard and... I think Chris Bryant uh-huh. had that a couple times in spring training. Spring training. Training. Yeah. Um, what do you think of Kimbrel to the Dodgers? The former Cub. They, uh, they need a closer. They I mean, I think one. the Sox mm-hmm. got a pretty good deal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah, definitely I mean, move for them. I, I thought someone, the most
3: they would get for Kimbrel is you know a couple, you know, prospects that are really young that you wouldn't like see for at least three or four years if in terms of like potential value. But to get an actual major leaguer who's actually productive what, you said he was a three-war player last year? Last year, probably, yeah. That's pretty solid, Uh, I think. You know, you you tip your hat to Rick Hahn. But I think Mm. a lot of, maybe at the same time, a lot of us maybe thought, you know, one bad half season doesn't define the value of Craig Kimbrell and everything he's done throughout his career at the same time. Well, yeah, and and
2: if we're talking about closer, like him, he should have been a closer, and like him getting thrown in the eighth and seventh inning was offside of his comfort zone. The dot. The Dodgers needed a closer. Greg Campbell's right. a closer, and they got you know they got a Hall of Fame worthy closer. Yeah. So if I'd, you had
0: to pick three teams that you think will win the National League pennant, Dodgers are one for sure. Dodgers who, are probably also number two. Who are you, who are your other two? I mean, there's there's a couple really good choices you could go with, but like uh, Dodgers, I would go the Braves. Braves. I mean, yeah. Braves, Braves. defending Braves. champs. I, I actually. I, I think, think the Phillies are good. I think the uh, Mets are good.
2: I said I was going to pick the Mets to actually win that division over the Braves until the Stegrom news went down. So now I'm yes, going to yeah, go yeah. that's, that's gonna have to go change it. Agreed. That's tough I to change it.
0: Braves. I, you know, the
1: Phillies are interesting. Like I saw a picture of all those hitters walking out, um, that their, you know, staff took and seeing Schwarber, Castellanos, Ramudo, Hoskins, Harper, like all in a line <laughs> yeah. like that. I was like, <laughs> okay, this is interesting. I don't know if they'll be able to pitch to get it done. Um, I think the San Francisco Giants are still yeah. an interesting team. Like they brought in uh Carlos Rodan, like they, they made some other moves this offseason. Obviously they lose KB and you still have a very old position group. Like can they repeat that? Crawford, et cetera? Like I, I don't know. But what about, what about Brewers and Padres? I mean, I'm not gonna say the bru- over my dead body, Luke. I was, I I what, like, they, they,
0: they had the easiest path to the postseason. I was thinking Padres mm-hmm.
2: maybe just because
0: Tatis when they do get back. Tatis yeah.
2: back,
3: um, the Padres really
0: shit good. their pants last year. Yeah, that's though, what. was the pitching. They kind of, had well, no will they do again. that again? Right,
3: yeah, they had
2: no pitching last year. You know, they <laughs> gotta hope that it's better this year. But you if know. I had
3: to choose a team in the Central that could like just find a way to get to the pennant, it would be St. Louis, just based off the history of what they do. Like I, I think it, no, no is this an
0: April Fool's joke <laughs> no I'm, oh, but okay.
3: I, I'm actually like kind of serious about it. like it it pains <laughs> me to say it. say it it pains me to say when well, you look at their roster we're going to talk about their outfield later in the show like I I know if, if flattery isn't healthy all season then I would change my mind but like they do have in my opinion I think their roster is better than Milwaukee's top as far as like offense defense pitching like all the together when you look at the Brewers I feel like they're very pitching heavy. Their pitching will carry them as far as they can go. Will they get enough offense? I don't know, but I don't think you can. I think you can say that the Cardinals, at least in the Central, have all three facets more than them. And if you're forcing me to choose one and not be a homer and pick the Cubs, <laughs> then then I would say it. It pains me to freaking uh, say. It. I hope that I am wrong. I hope that they go like they win like sixty games. Like,
0: but. If they stay healthy, they can play like the team that they did in September of last year. I just wouldn't put money on it, Cody. If I was, if I were going to points bet right now, my choice would not be the Cardinals, but I think the Dodgers have to be the clear-cut favorite. Uh, and Kimbrell is only, only going to help them. Cody, big bet.
1: Yachty Molina and the Cardinals fan Del Mendo over here. That's what, wow. I'm, that's <laughs> what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm going to
0: need you to re,
3: like retract that.
1: I, I think the I do retract that. I, Thank I, I you. I know I know I know. We what can you're be friends saying. now. Um, I think the the Brewers are dangerous because they're just one of those teams where, like you said, like the path in the division isn't particularly yeah. difficult. And they're great pitching. You get Burns and Woodruff, especially mm-hmm. in a playoff series. We've you know you see it all the time where pitching can totally win you a championship. I I would you know look at I, I think the Braves are really strong. I mean, replacing Freeman with um, Olson as quickly as they did is a very solid move when you're losing someone the caliber of Freddie Freeman. And they won the World Series without Ronald Acuna. So he's yeah, coming back. Yeah. Should be healthy. Like they, they should be, <clears throat> you know, maybe not just as dangerous, but very dangerous. Possibly yeah, yeah, more like dangerous. If the Brewers are more dangerous. I I, I want I, I said the Giants too. Like just looking at them, like I also read the other day that Alex Cobb was touching like ninety-eight miles an hour. I think last year he was throwing like ninety four so I, I don't know if he hopped into driveline or one of those places that kind of bumps the velo, but, like, Logan Webb was great, Carlos Rodon, Descalfani, Alex Wood, Alex Cobb, if he's throwing 98 miles an hour. Like, it's an interesting team. They're not better than the Dodgers, but, like, they surprised a lot of people last year. I wouldn't write them off.
0: Well, I, we'll talk more about this next week as we go through all of our predictions, but I, I just think it's interesting. I, there's some really good teams in the National League and most of them aren't in the cubs division so that's why you know we've looked at the miley injury back to the beginning of the show and you say well you know i'm not saying they're going to win the world series but they do have a path to the postseason if everything goes right because of the division they're in um so we'll just we'll just see how it plays out uh cody you want to tell us about points bet our great sponsor yeah i love points bet because uh you
3: can bet on mlb futures and we're talking about the world series and all that and uh you know, you can bet the Cubs to win the World Series, like we talked about with uh, Cap uh, David Kaplan the other day at plus ten thousand, hundred dollars. when you ten grand? I don't know. It could happen. It might not happen. But either way, you can do it at PointsBet, which is the best way <laughs> to support CHGO. Is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you can get two risk-free bets up to two thousand dollars. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. Introducing PointsBet's new feature, live college basketball same-game parlay. For the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can also boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And now... Online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish off from your phone, and I say it every day. If Luke can do it, you all can do it too. It's that easy. Plus, during PointsBet Match Madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets during each round. Just place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. But the final four this weekend, this is honestly your last chance so get in on that now so what are you waiting for once the game starts don't just bet live your bet life with points bet gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 Re- real quick luke
2: yeah um go on i'm going out the points but i'm going to add to this points bet because we love points bet so much i have created the anti-evil parlay so i'm wearing my mizzou hat i got a unc shirt on. okay all right unc we hate duke mizzou we hate kansas I'm going to Anti-Evil Parlay. I parlayed Moneyline Villanova and Moneyline North Carolina uh, for tomorrow. Yeah, I got it at like 549 but even more value. You can get it at plus 615 now. So whoever's riding with me, we hate Duke. We hate Kansas. If both of them win, I'm not watching the championship game on Monday. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go Anti-Evil
3: Parlay. Ride with me.
1: Let's see if it pays off for them.
3: My future bet on Duke is still alive, so I Ride guess, with yeah, me, the anti-evil
0: parlay. All right, go ahead. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some teams in the Final Four that a lot of people don't like around the country. Oh, definitely. Right. Sure. Very no one likes the Blue Bloods unless you're... Right, unless you're one them. of their fans. Yes. <laughs> um, CHGO, what are we doing? Well, we're a month old, and we're doing podcasts and live shows every team, every day, post-game shows. Coming up starting Thursday for our Cubs games opening day, we'll have a nice hour-long post-game show for you. We'll have some pre-game shows Throughout the season as well, premium written content for members at the allchgo.com section, which of course Ryan's gonna be heading out to the ballpark, writing great articles, working the clubhouse. And the dope merch is arriving as we speak. I've had some people starting to tweet at me, My dope merch has been shipped. My dope merch has been shipped. Dubs did that on Twitter. Yeah. You get a free shirt when you become a member, and the members only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. Before we get to the second segment here, I do want to go back to the April's Fool joke for a second. I was just thinking to myself how great I was, and I pulled that off. Uh, No. (laughs) I was thinking about when you commented Jeff Passan, because I didn't know all of the fake tweets that Joey had made. So when you're talking about, oh, I got it here, Jeff Passan, I almost tapped you like, oh. Ryan's in on this. I didn't. I didn't know. Somebody told Ryan. I thought Ryan was in on it. And then I looked up and I saw Jeff the Jeff Passan fake tweet from Joe. I'm like, oh, he's not in on it. No. He's hook line and sinker like the other That's two. I was looking at. I was. I was. I was <laughs> verifying the
2: source. I was. I was looking on Twitter to make sure Jeff Passan had tweeted it, and he didn't. He. He had not clearly. Maybe Jeff Passan. I was, Jeff like, Besson, but I, was not Jeff I was maybe one or two seconds away from calling you, calling you out because I was like scrolling down. I'm like we're on. I was hours one now. or
3: two seconds away from stomping off the set. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh my god! I I will admit that I was
0: I was fleeced. I was. You guys, it happens. Going. It happens. It yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, all right. So today we're going. We're, we're finishing up our look at the NL Central, right? And we're trying to see where the Cubs rank at each position. To see if that aligns with maybe where people are picking them first, second, third, whatever in the division. Let's start at the bottom of the outfield. We're just going to include the outfield as one position. And it doesn't have to necessarily be the starting three. It can be, you know, you could talk about their depth at, at outfield. I think it's fair, as almost every position, to put the Pirates last. Um, there's some pretty good outfielders in the NL mm-hmm. Central. Um, Brian Reynolds, probably the best for the Pirates, right? But, easily, easily. But, but also in trade talks, potentially. Yeah. Trade rumors right now. So if he goes, you're left with Alford, Allen, and Gamble. Not, it sounds more like a law firm than it does necessarily a great <laughs> outfield yeah. in the central. So would you agree, can we all agree, Pirates last in the division, when, outfield? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think between
2: like the bottom three teams in the division, Yeah, he's probably the best of Best of the outfielders, but just overall the Pirates. Right, probably. but he's just one guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Can't cover all the
0: entire outfield. And but he's good. So then it's very common. We've had the same theme. Next up the ladder, generally, the Reds. Who do you like in the Reds' outfield? Anybody on there that you're like, okay. Tyler Naquin. Tyler Naquin. Yeah. Hey, he Tyler had, Naquin, he, Cubs
1: he, World Series hero. <laughs> you remember dropping that fly ball?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he had uh
2: he had a, a good start to last year, didn't he? And then yeah. got hurt, and then it was kind of with Winker and and Castellanos. Like it was hard to get him right playing time along with Senzel, honestly. I'm like if sure. they
3: still had Castellanos and Winker, you could argue them being having the best, the best. outfield yeah. in the for Central, sure. But, but they just
0: gave him away. Yeah, so, you know, well, yeah. free agency for, but also trade. Um, Tommy Pham, the former Cardinal. So we put the Cubs in at third. We tried not to be mm-hmm. total homers on it. <laughs> uh, look at it as. All right, left field's probably Hap slash Frazier. Center field's probably Hayward slash Hermosillo. Hermosillo. Hermosillo, yeah. Ortega now. Ortega. Maybe Ortega, yeah. right? Yeah. Now with, yeah, with Miley. Hurt,
2: I'm, yeah. I'm going to say I'm, I've with the Simmons thing, and if he starts the season on the aisle, there's a spot that it should go to Ortega, is what I'm going to say. But still don't have any clarity on Simmons. We're like a week away from opening day. But – uh, I guess we will, we don't have to use Ortega in this depth, but you also he's add right Suzuki
0: now. to the mix too. You know yeah. that he's another obviously huge wild card, but mm. I mean he could. It, you could see a way that you build a, a all National League Central outfield, and you're trying to pick the best guys. I mean, it's not unthinkable to think that S- Suzuki could be in that list. He could be the best right fielder by the end of this season. He also might just be an average player. We just don't know. So that's another reason there's a lot of question marks for the Cubs. There's no definite player out there where you can say this guy is an all-star or this guy is – there's just a lot of question marks. There's plenty of potential, but there's a lot of question marks. Uh, The Brewers have less question marks, so that's why we had to put them above that. Um, Christian Yelich is still a question mark. You know, we don't know what he's going to be this year. He could go back to being one of the best players, or he could go back to being what – We've seen the last few, which hasn't been very good, but they still have some good outfielders. He, he won't yeah. go
1: back to that. He he may he ripped you Darvish on Twitter and he's forever <laughs> cursed for he tried to apologize for that. He tried to walk that back this off season, but it's like two years too late, my friend. Yeah. You're cursed, like that's <laughs> the, the seven war seasons are not happening anymore because you tried to talk shit to you Darvish on Twitter. Well uh, remember
2: <laughs> there was like articles talking about how Yelich might be better than like Mike Trout. Yeah, a couple years right, ago, right. and then he was that good. Well, though. I think he was ranked 100th on the top 100 MLB players, this and I think year. that was too high. Yeah, one hundred. still, I'm like the, the fall from like people putting you up with Mike oh, Trout yeah. to like number 100 out of yeah. 100. That's what
1: happens when you are mean um, to you, Darvish, on Twitter. This is what happens. I mean, it makes s- perfect
3: sense.
2: All don't lie. I will say, Lokane is solid. very good he's a good yeah. player if he could stay healthy he got hurt a couple times last year but when, when they, he was his 18 season
3: really just made me want to like punch him in the face
2: <laughs> no, he what, was what, so good yeah, but if, yeah when he's on the field he is an incredible mm. defensive center fielder
0: yeah wasn't ron yesterday was big on renfro yeah renfro, That's renfro, you know and, and yeah. mccutcheon's part of that group yeah. now yeah, you, know, he you know he's older but still he's McCutcheon if, hurt you
1: well he's, he's just a guy you like i've you know you like seeing succeed he's a fun guy Mm -hmm. on social media like i just wish when he was on the
0: pirates
3: i didn't even like have disdain for him like he's just a (laughs) good dude like (laughs) it's kind of like joey Votto for the reds like maybe it's because they play for two franchises in the central that just historically haven't like bruised my soul or anything like that but like mccutcheon was one of those guys that you're like this guy's this guy's a like a, mm-hmm. a stud. I don't hate this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Joey Most Votto. Of them Joey Votto was a likable yeah. Yeah, major. Votto, Even really. though
0: he's like, not just like, a great player, his personality seems yeah. to be right. fun and
3: but like he, like the the thing with the both of them, like they they've hurt the Cubs plenty of times, but like and it sucks when it happens, but like I just don't like I don't have a disdain for them. So it's like it's just a little different uh yeah. dynamic when with the guys. And I always love that
1: uh the gif reaction of McCutcheon and center when he was with I'm pretty sure still the Pirates. When uh, Strope took that like pinch hit appearance, and because Strope used to be a shortstop, so he ripped the ball to center. McCutcheon catches, and he, he like you, the camera catches him. Like, did he just hit that mm-hmm. like that? That was Pedro <laughs> Strope, the relief pitcher. Right? He has his hat to the what? side, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So we, we gave the Cardinals their due, and we put him at the top. I could, you could argue that the Brewers could be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's Tyler
3: like... o, Tyler O'Neill had a great season last year. Dylan Carlson, like is a stud. Dylan Carlson was in the rookie of the year talks yeah. the entire year. Like he's gonna be a very good player. Harrison Bader, even though like he has the most punchable face in baseball <laughs> outside of Yadier Molina, uh, you know, he's he's solid out there he, too.
2: He's a great defender. Yeah, I don't think he's won a gold glove yet, but great defender. I think he's always in like that conversation. Yeah. But hasn't won it. Um but you said you mentioned Tyler O'Neal like I interviewed him once and the dude's forearms are like bigger than my my quads like he's he's
3: gigantic it took him a little bit to like develop because he's been with the cardinals for a while but like they were high on him and they waited it out with him and it's kind of i mean last year was like his breakout season yeah we'll see if he can replicate that if there's any question there but
0: carlson i think is their best outfielder like long term it's one of – outfield is the, the, one of the strengths of their team, for sure. For sure, yeah. yeah. Oh um,
2: so, Tyler O'Neill ended up with 34 home, run, home runs. I did not even – I didn't realize yeah. that that was that many. It's a, a lot year. of home runs. a huge yeah. year, See if they can Nine, repeat 12. it.
1: But, you know, because like for Carlson and O'Neill, like kind of that first year, yeah. like you said, putting it all together, like yeah. getting all those plate appearances. But if you're looking at the performance last year, it's I think it's the Cardinals. And, unfortunately, it's not particularly close.
0: So I think if we look back at every position I – I'm just trying to go through in my head. Catcher is the only one where the Cubs we put first, correct? Yeah, I believe, I believe so. so. Yeah. And was there a position where we put the Cubs last? No, because they're in a division with the Pirates and the Reds. <laughs> yeah. So they, they were supported by that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I do feel like the average, if we went back and took every rank, I would say it's probably third. Yeah, which yeah. I think, I think right. is a yeah. I think it's a, like, a like, realistic outlook. Yes. The Cardinals and the Brewers are more often
2: than not first and second on our list, and in every probably position going to be the first and yep. second team in the division at the end of the year. Cubs, yeah, again, like average of third, and they're going to end up being third. And the Pirates and Reds usually in the bottom two, and they're probably going to be bottom two in the division. I mean, again, over one sixty two. I guess you don't really know, but from what the outlook preseason right now, that, I think that's just kind of the order of how this division is going. So. the The position rankings make sense. I think that's how you would look at it. Like, the Reds and the Pirates, I think, are
0: clearly going to be bad. Well, they're tanking. yeah. And had they they not made their trades and let Castellanos go in free agency, maybe the Reds are more in the mix? I think they would have been in a similar spot.
1: Like, I think the Cubs are in a spot where, like, they're decidedly in the middle— they could end up at the bottom. There's a lot of scenarios, as we've talked about, if some of these things don't pan out, if more of these injuries keep piling up, they could end up at the bottom. There's also stuff goes well, things hit. Like you said, say, a Suzuki in Rookie of the Year talks, things like that. Maybe they creep their way up, right? But I think in the middle is probably where they belong. The Reds and the Pirates have much less chance of like what the Cubs do, of right. maybe kind of sneaking their way up. So, yeah, I think three It's going to be
3: interesting to see how the Cubs compete against Milwaukee next week. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's the opening series. I know it's April and the weather and all that. But, like, if the Cubs compete with Milwaukee, I feel like that's... Even if they were to lose two or three, I just feel like that for the... I don't want to say it sets the tone for the season, but it's like a... Like, hey, we're not as bad as what everyone's expecting type thing. It's a four-game series, by the way. Oh, is it a four-game four. series? Okay. So, so yeah, yeah, even if they split it, it's then. Split. Like, right. if they split that series, I I know I'll be sitting here like, yeah. Well, especially considering <laughs> they're going to go up against Corbin
2: Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta, if, right. and, and Adrian Hauser. Like, if they can take two of those, that's
0: impressive. Right. right. So, I was, yeah, I was going to say, like, just also don't panic if they don't score a lot of runs in that series because <laughs> – that is one of the best. I three four pitchers they're going to throw at you. I think that anywhere top, in baseball. Yeah, I think that right. top
2: three is the best in baseball. I can't like off the top of my head think of a better top three. Maybe well, the,
0: before Degrom got
3: hurt, you could argue him yeah. and Dodgers Scherzer. maybe. Yeah, like, Dodgers with you know. I mean that Corbin
2: yeah. Burns, Cy Young, Woodruff was right there, and Freddie Peralta is like probably honestly probably a dark horse Cy Young candidate. Like that's yeah, Outdation is going to be tough, but if they, again if they take they split that series, like that's pretty impressive.
3: Right and and the only reason i really said any of that is like early in the season no team is like in re- in midseason form mm-hmm. so it's like to me for the cubs at least if they for them to evaluate the way that we want them to evaluate with some of these guys like if you get some if you get some early season you know cool storylines like there's there's whether there's wins or losses we'll have things excited to talk about. So that's why I said if we came in here on Monday or two Mondays from now and the Cubs have take or split with the with Milwaukee, I'd be pretty happy yeah. about it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be a good
0: start to the season. It's <laughs> only
1: April, but you want to you want a good start. This is one of those seasons kind of like last year, obviously very different, but like if it starts slow you kind of will be able to fill in how it's going to go, right? Like right. you're going to head to the trade deadline. You're going to try to flip some guys, whatever. It would be nice if even if it's a few weeks, a month, two months, like we can enjoy things yeah, me for a the couple with right? right? Exactly. Yeah. of, of you're gonna competitiveness.
0: Need some, you're going to need some guys to step up, though. With, with Alzali and Miley not there now, you're going to yeah. need some arms to step up and you're going to need some of these question mark bats to, to show what they can do early in the season to make it interesting so that you're still around if these guys do come back. And when they do come back, I saw Cubs, I think it was Cubs Twitter posted um, some of the best pitchers, mm-hmm. hits and home runs, you know, because the DH is coming in. We're just not going to see it anymore. thought it'd be fun to just kind of think back on some of our favorite memories of Cubs pitchers hitting I for me, Zimbrano obviously is the one everybody remembers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. He had uh, 24 home runs. That leads all goes like 24 home runs. I have a question for you, a trivia question. Is his career slugging percentage or his career ERA higher? Higher is like. Is the number higher? Which holy. one's higher, his ERA or his slugging percentage? Slugging? Slugging? Percentage? Slugging? just barely a 396 slugging percentage, a 366 ERA. And he was a switch hitter with 71 RBI. Like he was that, that's one of the examples where I will say, and I've, I've come to accept the DH and I think it's fine. It'll be good for this Cubs team for sure. Mm -hmm. But he was, I will argue he was just as fun or more fun as a hitter than he was Mm -hmm. as a pitcher. And he was a good pitcher when he came up to bat I don't care where you were at Wrigley Field. I don't care if you were in the press box, a concourse, bleachers. Everybody stopped to watch oh, yeah. that at bat.
2: Well, and I'm yeah. I'm curious, like with the Shohei Ohtani rule, would Zambrano have taken advantage? Of? Would the Cubs he have Zembrano was to. playing this year? Yeah. Right. Would they have let him hit a uh,
0: uh, hit for himself? He like, would have tried to talk him into 100%. it. Been standing yeah. on
1: the steps with David Ross with the helmet on the batting gloves. Like, if you like, want I'm, me skip, I'm ready to go, they used oh, them
0: know.
3: a lot to pinch hit. Yeah, like when know, he was playing, yeah, he was he was a good hitter. If
2: you go for just. Cubs hitters you want that could honestly Cubs pitchers that could be the Shohei Ohtani role. Carlos Zambrano is the number one in my head.
0: I yeah. also love the way he like he, when he rounded the bases, it was like with such an attitude and anger that he was rounding it. Like, how dare you throw me that pitch? He <laughs> was also of of guys I can think of where you had to watch batting practice. Okay. And you wanted to see somebody. Sammy Sosa is number one. Everybody watched Sammy take BP. Mm. Carlos Sembrano, for me as a reporter on the field was absolutely number two because he would swing like Javi Baez <laughs> at every single – he was never trying to take it the other way, but you could just tell how physically strong this guy was. He would just rip home runs. Like, it was nothing for him to hit six home runs in a row in batting practice. Wow. you know, and, just... and it's not the prettiest swing. He's just muscling the ball into the outfield – with anger, you know, <laughs> and so so for me, Zimbrano is number one. But there's obviously a lot of other great pitchers that hit for the Cubs. Per oh.
1: usual, I'm gonna jump in and give credit to my guy number 34, John Lester, hit three home runs as a Cub. Started <laughs> off with like I think the longest streak of not getting a hit. Ended yeah. up getting his first hit off of John Lackey. Hit three home runs as a Cub, all to the opposite field. He had a, pretty swing. Yeah. He had a pretty swing. Yeah, pretty swing. Really, but did. my my favorite. I think fact about Cubs pitchers hitting 2016 Jake Arrieta had a 7.19 OPS which was good for a 90 WRC plus. 100 is league average. Yeah. So you look at like Hayward in 2021, guys like Discalso, David Bodie uh in, you know last year Jake Arrieta like way better yeah. overall production <laughs> like if you're looking at some of those yeah. stats he was a better hitter, obviously. You know, it's only like seventy plate appearances, right? Still, but the, the the advanced metrics, like Jake Arrieta, put up a better slash line than some position players the Cubs have been trotting out there yeah. for the last yeah. couple of years.
0: Physically, another uh, another yeah. big dude, and I was looking at the list and some of these, and I was trying to jog my memory a little bit, and they were a, pitchers hitting home runs were a big part of playoff success for the Cubs, yes. including twenty sixteen. Like, yeah. some of the better memories yeah. of the 2016 Travis Playoff and World Wood. Series yeah, run. Travis Wood. Travis Wood. Yeah. Travis Wood. Yeah. That was it's against the Giants. The only grand slam. Yeah.
2: And wasn't, well, Jake's was against Pitcher. the Giants, right? It was off Bumgarner.
1: Yeah, off yeah. Yeah. That, that Bum, game, yeah. Off I Bumgarner's wish... unbelievable for yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, The comeback in that series is game unbelievable, three. but I wish that they had won that game because there's two moments in that game that kind of get forgotten because they don't win yeah. in that extra innings loss. Jake Arrieta's home run— and then Chris Bryant ties the game off yeah. Romo in the ninth inning. Right. Huge! Like he had so many clutch hits mm-hmm. in the playoffs, and obviously didn't, in the World uh, Series.
3: Didn't Almora have a huge catch in that game too? Yeah, to keep it Out going in right field. Yeah. So there's yeah. a
1: few moments in that game that, like you know, we still remember. We're talking yeah. about them now, but they would have been like
3: super high, like right. franchise yeah. legendary. It would have moments. been legendary, yeah, yeah. if they yeah. had won yeah. that game. I um, Cody's favorite this,
2: hitting pitcher. Who? What, Arrieta? That's
3: your favorite hitting pitcher. Oh, are you asking what mine was? Rick Sutcliffe. (laughs) Rick Sutcliffe? (laughs) Oh, man. Red Baron. If you follow me on Twitter, you know Rick Sutcliffe (laughs) is number one on my list. He Uh, did
0: hit one. Like, 84 NLCS, though, was like – that was one of the ones that the Cubs posted in their video, and uh he he just had this really uh, vertical way of running around the bases that was, like, kind of mechanical. Yeah. Just a big dude. Like, that was – I mean – that was a huge game. One of the NLCS that for my childhood, I, that was, that was like Carrie Wood, you know, mm-hmm. game seven, I was, same I'm, thing.
3: Obviously I didn't get to actually see suckle hit hit as a, as a fan growing up. Cause I'm 30 uh, <laughs> but, way to rub it in. Thanks. Uh, sorry, Luke. Uh, but uh, yeah, you mentioned Carrie Wood game seven, NLCS, um, yep. Travis Wood, like we kind of said, uh, people, one that people Dude, that forget, um, he didn't. I don't, I don't know how many homers he had, but Greg Maddox was, like, he was, a he was, he was finesse. Like, yeah. if he got on base, he would, like, sometimes steal a base when no one was paying attention. And, like, he, could, he was he one could of the bark. best bunters, yes. too. Like, I know that's not, like, hitting the ball over a fence or anything, but, like, that was always something you just wanted your pitcher to be able to do was just get a bunt
0: down or something like that. Greg Maddox, obviously a Hall of Famer, uh, he knew how to play baseball. Right. He wasn't the most physically gifted guy on the field ever, but he had the gift to be able to control pitches, uh, confuse a batter, set up a batter, lay down the bunt, run the base as well. Like he was an all around baseball player.
1: When, like since we're talking bunts, like I'm, I'm going to keep talking about <laughs> John Lester. <laughs> Lester. It's, it is my, my <laughs> shtick, uh, but it's, I live the gimmick, you know, it's real. That game where he laid down the walk-off bunt against the Mariners as a pinch hitter late in that game. That's one of the greatest games of that year. Like, the 2015-2016 runs were incredible. I went to so many incredible games. That was definitely one of the most fun nights at Wrigley Field that I can remember. And also, in the summer of 2016, one of those moments where you're kind of watching things going like, okay, like, obviously this team is good, but, like, there's... Didn't? Something yeah. in the air and Travis
3: Wood caught like didn't he make a catch out in left field yes. in that yes. same yeah. game? Yes. Yeah. Like that's just wild. That, that's real <laughs> so mad
2: and unbelievable yeah. I'll, catch. I'll yeah. say that like that that like out of that like five, six year just like that run with the core, like John Lester's bunting Jason Hayward home, walk off, like outside of just walk off home run straight up, that's probably the most memorable walk off. Great
1: call hey, on his and yeah.
3: like uh, he mine, gets the bunt event. down. As far as a pitcher, yeah, that's that's yeah. probably one of the more memorable ones. I gotta, I, oh. I would disagree. On and most Steve Seac is involved so in not non home runs. A wild pitch okay, the, runs. that yeah. I don't remember. Keep that
1: game going. Like they score around. I'm pretty sure on Steve Seac. So he's yeah. he was involved before he was
2: involved. Oh. One guy. Uh, that there was, was actually in the video, and it kind of makes me laugh. It was Kyle Hendricks, who just oh, yeah. like, it, 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 he just did not want to be at the plate. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have been surprised if Kyle Hendricks was like dragging his bat and like walking up to the plate. <laughs> I don't want to be here. Cause even we yeah. asked him the first time we talked to him about like, if he's going to miss hitting. He's like, I wish I could say yes, but I think you guys have seen what I'm featuring up there. So I'm very happy to put the bat in somebody else's hands and just worry about <laughs> pitching. Like, he did, I mean, he he got some, like, there was some, honestly, it was kind of funny when he'd get a hit. 'Cause he'd look into the into the dugout and everyone's going crazy that he like got a single on like a ground ball up the middle or something. And he had a like, I think a two RBI
1: bloop single off of Jeff Samarja in that giant series in the playoffs. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. And the so second RBI I think is Javi Baez <laughs> <laughs> doing his Javi Baez base running thing and turning a
3: Pedro Strope. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, the like the last time we saw Pedro Strope take it on bat, it led to a big demise of the twenty eighteen season. Yes. But when he did take at bats before that at bat, he looked like he was, knew what was going on up there. Like he, he, he was, he kind of reminded me of Zambrano a little bit
0: in the way of the way that he walked to the plate and approached it and everything. I don't know. I this this segment hasn't changed my mind. I'm okay with the DH, but same. Um, there's some great memories of Cubs. It's fun when it happens. It, it's I didn't fun see Fergie when Jenkins hit, but everybody mm. talks about how great Fergie right. was with the bat oh, too. Jason so. Marquis, home. Oh, I was Jason a grand Marquis, slam. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. comments, yeah.
3: Someone um, said Rizzo just because he has a 0.00 <laughs> ERA. Well, he is a pitcher. He yeah. can't qualify yeah. him as a pitcher at times. Yeah.
0: That's true. Uh, guys, you know you're probably sitting here wondering, how did somebody twice my age fool me on April Fool's Day? And the answer is Strava Craft Coffee. <laughs> wow. If you want to start your day with a competitive edge like I do, Strava CBD Coffee is a game changer. It's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted, specialty coffee infused with With organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without the jitters. Live your day more balanced with less anxiety, fewer, fewer aches and pains. Plus, CBD in your daily routine can help you enjoy a more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. And the best part, Strava's all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh and shipped straight to your door. Strava also features concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage of effects of benefits. CHGO listeners can now save 25% on their entire purchase when they use the code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order of StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use the code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases. Only one use per customer. Already love Strava? Well, subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. Strava Coffee. Give it a shot.
4: Yeah.
0: Worked it into my daily routine with my AG1. There you go. I'm zipping around yeah. here like... Like you're forty. Like I'm forty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, someone mentioned Jake Jake Bujnowski, I'm not sure if that's how you yeah, said it. I think that's um, how you said it. Kyle Hendricks, four and a third inning, four home runs allowed. Again, uh, we we've talked about how spring training, like take the results with a grain of rice, because it's you know you don't know what exactly he's working on that day.
0: Yeah, a grain There's of salt. a grain of rice, whatever. I say
2: a grain I of always salt. I I, I, I said of, I was
0: gonna let it go. I say I
2: said wrinkle feathers the other day, so my <laughs> phrases are not up to up to date. Anyway. It is, a grain of it salt. is with
0: a grain of salt. Grain of salt, <laughs>
2: whatever. They're both pretty small. Anyway.
0: A grain of pepper? Shut up, Lawrence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Hey, hey. Yes, Friday. I love Friday. We this. had human um, resources around here. Um <laughs> uh, I was
2: just gonna say. <laughs> You, you take him okay. You take him with a grain of salt. Yes, uh, but you don't uh, you, you don't definitely don't want to see Kyle Hendricks give up four home runs in his last spring training start. Especially because he wanted to get through five innings today. That was like his his plan going from his first start was to get through five. He innings. gave up
3: four earned runs. I don't no, know he gave up about four home runs. Did he give up, he up four, four home runs? That's
2: on, oh, on the box score. So again, well. he didn't, he wanted to get through five innings at like his last start. He said that, and he only got through four and a third. So that's not what you want to see at the last start,
3: but no. yeah. when he's
0: bad, he's bad. Yeah. That's I think a, that's a Kyle Hendricks, right? Well I mean, like, he's just working. It, all it is is
3: it's all about location with him. Right. So, so when he's missing,
2: it's, it's, he doesn't have the velocity to, to right. play around with misses. So
0: let's end this podcast on a high note. All right. Uh, Baseball America, top rookies, 2022. Cody found this. They've got their ranking and the Cubs have two guys in the top ten. I mean, we talk about rebuilding the farm system. Mm-hmm. You have two guys in the top ten: Saya Suzuki at six, Brendan Davis at number nine. Nice. That uh, you it. know, there's been a lot of negativity around Cubs Twitter for the off season. One that's where you can that's where you can point to and say, you know what? At least I do see a future that is bright. Like I I do see results from what they're trying to do in restocking the farm system and, and young talent on the team.
3: Yeah. Vegas is high on Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, when I was looking up rookie of the year, like, odds, he's one of the top three, like, favorites to win. Yeah. Uh, makes sense because he is older than all the rest of the rookies. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it, again, it kind of like what we were talking about yesterday when we were talking about, like, X factors. Like, we are expecting, you know, like, Home run total. I feel like a realistic outlook could be like twenty to twenty five. But if this guy comes over here and just lights the world on fire, kind of like how Otani did. I mean,
0: he could. What did he hit last year? Thirty eight. My my off on that. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah, like yeah. In 38. Japan, he hit thirty eight.
3: Right. And I mean, I know he had some injuries and all. That. You can't. You can't. You can't compare Otani to anyone, honestly. But like, the thing is with Suzuki's, like, yeah, he hasn't seen any of the pitching here but they haven't seen him either like i just feel like him being an x factor could really change the cubs season outlook like if he just destroys the baseball at a rate that we don't really expect or realistically realistically look at like that's that could change the entire win total for them uh, considering the division that they're in now if we're in the nl west or the nl east i would not say that but we're in the worst division in the national league so you know <laughs>
1: He's he's got the the skills even as a rookie even if he struggles to start to put up the numbers that can have them in that rookie of the year conversation. Just the plate discipline yeah. and the ability to hit so many fly balls, especially at Wrigley Field, we've talked about. Like he's he's going to put up home run numbers, I think, even if he struggles out the gate, which hopefully he doesn't. Like there's also the possibility he adjusts faster than the pitching and is just great. Uh, but I think the skill set that he has raises his floor compared to like other rookies or other guys coming over. So I think he should be in that conversation.
0: Boy, if you had to, I, I, this is sort of silly, but if you had to say which one you're more excited about Suzuki or Brennan Davis, it's a tough, that's a tough conversation. I think Cubs fans are pretty excited about both. I don't think they knew as much about say a Suzuki coming into signing with the Cubs, but now when you see him number six, as all rookies going into bait, like, Tough call. We've been hyped about when, both.
3: When David Kaplan read that text to us from the Dodgers GM, mm-hmm. and then, you know, just, you know, seeing him hit that home run the other day, like, he looks like someone who is a guy. Like, he is yeah. going to be here. He is part of the future. Next great Cubs team, Jed Suzuki, part of it. It seems like it, feels like it.
2: Yeah, well, I think the Suzuki home run and the Davis uh, straight center field home run the night before, or yeah. two days, like, those yeah. are probably the two that got. Cubs fans most, especially on Twitter, most hyped up. So I mean, those are easily the most the two guys yeah. that Cubs fans are most excited I don't about. Know,
1: I don't know if he'll be up this year. He's starting at AAA, but I always like to throw out Caleb Killian. We talked about him before, but like you know, yeah. we're talking about pitching depth. Who gets in there? Like he goes and kills it at Iowa. Like I think there's a chance he makes at least some impact
3: on this team, and he's really good. I th- I personally think he will be up. Uh, I think it's more second half for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, like. That Arizona fall League he had was yeah. insane. If him
1: and Brennan Davis come up like in July or August, whenever, I don't care how that. Like if this team's out of it, so
0: what? If that, they play, that is, if they play well, it's a good season, yeah, right? But
1: when they come up, like that's
2: exciting stuff.
1: Like They'll that's will give you a reason, yeah. Oh,
2: he
0: can, can shove. Oh, that's right. right. Killian
2: can shove. Corey, uh, Brennan Davis, and it's Caleb Killian. If they, if, if Caleb shoves and Brennan Davis kills it. That gives you a reason to renew your season tickets again next year. We'll
0: that's see. a good point. That is a good point. <laughs> we'll see. And we'll, we'll see about that, Tom. <laughs> you know. you're, exci- you're excited about Killian. You're excited about Suzuki. You're excited about Davis. But are they number – I don't think they're number one on your list. Most excited about somebody in the Cubs organization, is it James Triantos? Long-term – well,
1: it, like, oh, I always yeah. –
0: it's always
1: Brennan Davis. I think okay, that's okay. just – in most of these conversations, he's just a given. Like, he's he's really that good. And, I, like, whatever you want to say about him. Like, he's the truth. He's the future. Um, but, yeah, like, Triantos is just so – the Cubs have a bunch of guys who it's really impressive. Like, we Ryan and I were talking, you got Reggie Preciato out there at second base today spelling madrigal. He's 18 years old, like, playing in these <laughs> games. Like, these guys are impressive. And, like, Triantos coming out of high school, hitting this pitching the way he did in the fall, like – those are tools where you're like, okay, you know, he's got years to go, but there's really something here. And there's a reason that the Cubs drafted him higher than I think a lot of people expected him to go. And he continues to prove that pretty much
2: every time he's out there. Yeah. Oh, no, they already got the prank up on Twitter.
0: Oh, perfect yeah. time to end the podcast. You can go to your social media <laughs> accounts. If you miss it, like-
2: at chgo underscore Cubs
0: if you missed it. <laughs> uh, it's been fun. You guys have a good time despite the prank. April Fool's joke? They can't even talk to me anymore. No more donuts for you. Uh, I feel feel terrible. (laughs) I feel terrible. Uh, Cody DelMando, Corey Friedman, Ryan Herrera. I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. Thanks for listening. We are counting down to opening day where we will have post-game shows for you after every game. Thanks for dropping in and checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Have a great weekend. Corey and Brendan will have another edition of the podcast for you coming up on Sunday night. I think on Monday. Monday morning. We're going to have uh, First thing. Uh,
1: Michael Cerami from Bleacher Nation. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So
0: that to look forward to over the weekend, and then we'll see you next week.